I'm just one woman running an online gift store. Welcome to Women Solopreneur Podcast, where you can learn weekly how to grow your business, how to be productive, keep it all together, and how to brand yourself during this crisis. We look forward to you joining us at Women Solopreneur Podcast every week. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about the top four ways to network in COVID-19 with Molly Kress. She is a professional development coach, networking guru, solopreneur, and director of We Network Services. Welcome, Molly. Hi, Paula. How are you? Very, very good. Why don't you... Uh, Give us a brief description of your background and your career. You're a woman that wears many hats. I'm so thank you for having me today. Well, like Paula said, my name is Molly Kreese. I am the founder and CEO of We Network Services, a professional development company geared towards networking, geared towards getting you to that next level in your career or in your life. And I am so excited to be here. I'm also in, in finance and financial literacy and education. And I'm also the program director for the National Black MBA. Leaders of Tomorrow program, which is a mentorship program dedicated to high school students to making sure that they get off to college and matriculate into the workforce. So that's a little bit about me. The top four ways to network in COVID. First, let me say, remember networking is not synonymous with selling. A networking relationship should be mutually beneficial and add value. Ask, what do I bring to the table? Why would this person want to connect with me? And networking is like, I say networking is like dating. You go through that process of meeting the person. You have to get to know them. In the Caribbean, we say courtship. You have to coach that person. And you have to build that relationship. So the first tip I would say is to be clear on your purpose for networking. Why do you want to network? Is it to build your network? Is it to advance your career? Or is it to learn about a company or an industry? It's important for us to know what our purpose is so that the next steps we take can be purposeful and intentional so that we can gain the best results that we need. The second tip I want to say is perfect your pitch. Uh, your networking pitch is so important. Some people refer to it as the elevator pitch, but it's, it's that first impression that you give someone when you meet them. Now we're not meeting in person, we're meeting virtually, but it's the same rule still applies. Make sure that you have that pitch down packed. Start with a greeting, make sure your greeting is authentic and it's a bit easy now. We're all in COVID, we're all going through some stuff. So you can say something like, hello, Paula, how are you? I hope you are well. And, and start with that greeting. Be authentic, give admiration, and show interest. Because when you're trying to connect with someone, that means that you've done your research, I would hope, that you researched that person. You might have gone on their LinkedIn page. You might have seen them somewhere in a webinar or something, and you asked for their email. There are ways that you can do your research. Or even if you're meeting them for the first time and you know nothing about them, 
you can find something in common to strike that conversation, to make the conversation Absolutely. light and clear, and also express that you would you would love to connect and you think it's some that there's someone that you would really love to connect with. That also is one of my goals, is to get all of these gems, get this information into schools so that our young people can know how to go about um, networking so that when they're when they're about to come out of college or when it's time for them to get into the workforce and into that professional life, that they already have that network built that can really help and support and encourage them into whatever step in their career that they need to take, because it's very important. I have another industry that I work in and I tell young people that come to me that I see every year not move forward. I say to them, well, you know, if I were you, I would try to be networking, you know, two days a week with somebody on LinkedIn in your industry or in your alumni from your university or in your community in something where networking is. And I'm, you know, I'm preaching to myself too, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't make mistakes because I clearly do, you know, and I clearly have not always networked the way I should. But I think when you're trying to collaborate instead of just take something away from somebody and I need a job, because what I see from my experience when talking to some younger people is that they feel that you know they're 22 and they had a job in the arts, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, I want a job in the arts. So I messaged Sally and Sally went to my university and she doesn't want to help me. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're like, that's not exactly how it works. Yes. You can say, I, I'm open to a position. Do you see, do you feel that the younger generation, especially with networking, do you see a big difference? Or do you feel like it's all, Molly? Do you feel like a lot of people need this service with We Network Services? Do you feel like it's, you know, everyone needs it? I feel like some of the younger generation, um, they talk about networking, but also, a lot of people talk about networking and they think networking is just socializing. And, and yes. with me on what I try to teach is networking is not just about social socializing. That is why the first step is purpose, right? You're going to enter right. a relationship with a purpose and a clear understanding of what you want out of this relationship. The relationship has to be mutually beneficial. And if you're just going around everywhere, just socializing, hoping to gain something and to give something, first, it's not going to come off genuine. And secondly, you're not going to gain the success that you want to gain if you go about uh, doing it that way. And then um, that brings it to my third step, which is about engaging open networking. And you mentioned something about wanting to do art and then only connecting with art people. And my third step, I would say, is when you engage in open networking, it's not you network across industries because you never know who is going to add value to you and who is going to help you in some shape or form. So it's important to engage in open networking and network up and down, up and down the pole. It's not just networking with industry leaders and and executives and stuff like that. The janitor might have something that he can pass on to you that you never knew that he could. So it's all about 
looking for opportunities in ways that you might not even think an opportunity would come from. And when you engage in open networking, now that we're networking virtually and we're online, it's important to set up video chats. And like you said, we're networking on LinkedIn a lot because there was that's where the platform where you find a lot of professionals and all that stuff. Informational interviews is very important. Yes, you need a job, but it's not okay to just send a message and say, I need a job because that can be very, <laughs> that can be a turn off. And if I'm a recruiter, I really don't want to talk to you if that's going to be your message to me. But if you, if you send an, you send a message and you say, I'm interested in your company and I looked at your profile and maybe that person has written an article or maybe they post stuff, or maybe they even post videos um, about their company or something. You find something that they have done and give praise and admiration for that and show how it resonated with you and how it struck a chord with you. And then you say, I would be so happy if you can connect with me. At that point, you started, you started the step of building a valuable relationship. Once you start building that relationship, then you can say, would you have 15 minutes to give me an informational interview? I'm really interested in your company and say why you're interested in the company. So those are some some great tips on how to do that and how to approach that. And there's also virtual happy hours, webinars, virtual check-ins, Facebook groups, LinkedIn, as we mentioned, just to name a few, where you can really network and try to build your network and gain opportunities. And I agree with you when you say you never know where you're going to meet the next person that, you know, may help you or you may help them. You just never know. I It's interesting because I always say that uh, doorman in New York City know everything. And it's funny, I worked in a job where I had worked with, it was in property management, and I had worked with a lot of doormen and heard their stories. And we talked about the unions and all this kind of thing. And interestingly enough, these guys know everything. And when I left the company, I had a, I, I ran into this, one of these supers. And it was funny that we worked with the doorman and they said, you know, I said, oh yeah, he said that you might know this person and it ended up that this doorman gave me information for uh, an investor didn't work out. But what it was interesting is, is Molly, is what you said is so true. And even on the streets, when you're in the streets or you're in a small town or a large city, this is a small world we live in. And you never know how you may connect with someone. And I think people in general write off people a lot of times or say, oh, they're too small for me or they're too big for me and they don't reach out. And I think that's a huge mistake. Yes. And I also just want to say Thanksgiving is fair game. I mean, a lot of us will yeah. be doing Thanksgiving um, virtually, unfortunately. Um, so, um, so some of right. us might have family and friends that we would have invited to our house for Thanksgiving, but we have to do it virtually this time. Yes, you give thanks for what you have and for your loved ones and all that stuff. But after that, after that, and then the re- after the gravy and all the eating of the turkey and it's relaxation now around the TV, maybe you might be watching sports or you're yeah. just engaging in that chatter and sipping some eggnog. Then the socializing <laughs> begin, right? Then People who you might not have even chat with 
if you were in person in a Thanksgiving setting, you can really just start asking them how they're doing, how things have been going, and you never know what can come out of those conversations. I, years ago, I met a recruiter on a flight, and again, I didn't take the job, but it was very interesting, and I stayed in contact with her for years. And she didn't give me a job, but I had a good friend who was looking that was more in the recruiting in the industry that she recruited for. And she gave my friend a job, Mm -hmm. you know, so I always say you just never know. I mean, we all have our moments, but, uh, you know, we we need to realize the the world is a small place and you never know where you're going to meet somebody that can help you or you can help them, you know. And that's another thing. I think you were going to have a point on that. But, you know, giving value is so important. You know, it's not just about taking. It's about exactly the relationship must be mutually. You can't don't engage in selfish networking. It's not about you, right. you, 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 and it's not about ask, 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 ask. So a relationship right. is something that two people come together and they have to build that relationship and work that relationship together to make sure that it's mutually beneficial and each person is getting value from each other. Right. It can't be just, I need this and you walk away. I mean, I try to, you know, I was, and Molly, I don't know how you feel about this on the Facebook groups. I'm not so much on that. I'm on LinkedIn, which should be more probably on Facebook groups, but um, LinkedIn, you know, I do try to check back in with people. Sometimes nobody responds back to me. Sometimes I have responses. Sometimes they're so cold. You know, it's, you know, I've really, it's been not my forte to probably do video and to do zoom calls but i've just in the last eight months had to put my face out there and do strange video call it's strange but it's awkward when you don't know somebody to have a conversation and people are like you're so chatty paula i cannot believe that you would find it awkward i'm like of course i find it awkward i've never seen this person and i've seen him you know i mean it's you know staring at a screen is just not it's not normal, but so the first one is find purpose. The number two tip you said, Molly, was mutual. Find purpose. Mutual relationship. Perfect your pitch. Perfect yeah. your networking pitch. Perfect your networking The third pitch. tip okay. is to engage in open networking. Right. Okay. Third tip is engage in open networking. And I think you're right because a lot of people, Molly, let me say this for me, Molly, I go back to LinkedIn and I thought it was interesting uh, that you were talking about Facebook groups and things like that because that's networking too, you know? Yes. And I find that, you know, people, as we were just talking about, you know, it still can happen naturally in the grocery store. It can happen Yes, you're probably not going to have these long conversations during COVID with people, but you just never know or a neighbor. Exactly, exactly. Another important thing to note from what you've mentioned is that do not get discouraged because once you figure out what your purpose is, also realize that it's not everyone that you approach will be or should be in your network. Because you're building that tribe of people that you can count on and that will be there in your need of encouragement and support and vice versa. So it's not everyone that you connect with will be in that core network. So if somebody if somebody didn't respond to you or if somebody was rude to you, just put that off to the side and forget about it and focus on the people who really will and is going to add value to you and who you need in your network. 
And speaking of that, Molly, that's funny that you mentioned that because I had signed up for a group and I didn't read the very first part of it. So I was very shocked when I got an email and it kind of asked me about my culture background. I thought, what in the world? Why is this person asking me about my culture? And then I realized it was a group focused on it just wasn't focused on what I, you know, and I'm not upset with her or anything. It was just not focused. She said, I could come. But she said, you know, we're going to be focusing on minorities and I'm looking at you and I'm trying to understand, are you a minority? And I said, well, it depends on what you talk about as a minority. But I, I said, no. And I wasn't, like you said, you may not fit into everything that you sign up for or, or try to network with. It just may not be beneficial it may not work for you you know and it, it that doesn't mean that you don't have a tribe or uh, a group of people that'll be behind you you know and I think that people give up I think you know I don't know about right now but because I'm not seeing people in person but when I used to um, see a lot of younger people and they would come in uh, and to see me I was Molly I was always shocked at when one of them lost a job how discouraged they, yes. they become you know they came to New York for a dream and what they end up doing is playing into their head and focusing on all of these negative yes. thoughts. And I'm like, you may just be one step away from landing that job or starting that company that you want. You can't get yes. it now. You know, and let's be yeah. realistic. Sometimes it can be very discouraging. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I came yeah. out of grad school with a business degree and could not find a job. My job right out of grad school was working in a retail store, so, um, being the, the bookkeeper for that um, small retail store in Brooklyn. And I yeah. felt defeated at that point. I was like, what did I go to school for? Right. But at some point, and that is where you have these people in your network that will come into your corner, your mentors, your sponsors, and all these people that is why networking is yes. so important to have these people because those are the people that are going to pick you up and remind you of your potential and of your value so that you can get out of that rut and move forward and be able to stand up and say, this is who I am. This is what I deserve. And this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think sometimes Molly, it's like what you said about having those people in your corner. Sometimes you just need a breath of somebody to encourage you, somebody to be your cheerleader along the way, you know, and it really matters who is in your circle because there are days that you just feel, especially as a solopreneur, you can just feel so defeated. You know, you can just feel like this is hard. Nobody's answering me back. Nobody's buying my service, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can get into a very negative mindset and that can, you know, when you have somebody breathe fresh air and just breathe some hope into your life, it, it makes a difference, you know, or hearing somebody else's story, right? I mean, networking, too, is about hearing people's – I mean, that'd be interesting. I don't know how you feel about that, Molly, but it, I do think networking is a, somewhat about hearing other people's stories about how they – what they do and how they come. And sometimes that is just pure and Yes, because you know? when you develop then that relationship, then you, you get to hear what that other person went through. Sometimes we look at people and we think that they got to that level of where they got to overnight. No, but sometimes they went through the mud. They went through the fire and the and stuff to really get to that point or that level in their career where they're successful, where they're millionaires. Every millionaire you hear talk about 
Bill Gates and all these people, they went through stuff before they got to that point. And you're correct. A story can be a changing factor in your attitude. And we can go on into this. We don't have the time. But also, when networking, you definitely have to change your mindset to certain things. And you have to see that you have that value that you can add to others and that you can really put out there. Because if you don't see that within yourself, then how do you expect someone to see it in you? Yes, yes. And and that's true. Mindset plays a big part in so many, you know, uh, people's lives. I mean, children's lives, adults' lives, everybody, young adults. We There's just so much to be said about mindset. So let's go over the let's go over the four tips again, Molly, as we come to the close. So the first, the first one, was, one was be clear on your purpose for networking. The second one was perfect your pitch, your networking pitch. The third one was engage yes. in open networking, whether it be in webinars, set up video chats, informational interviews, all that good stuff. And the final one is very important. Keep track of your connections. So if if you meet Mm. someone today and you've connected with them, I have a spreadsheet that I call my networking tracker. I will put that person's name, their phone number, their email address, where I met them, and a little note about the conversation that we had. So that when I'm following up with that person, because the magic is in the follow-up and the follow-through. A lot of us meet people, we have a great conversation, and then when we get home, we forgot what the person's name was, we didn't take their phone (laughs) numbers, we didn't get their email, and so that connection is going out the window because you didn't take time to take notes. So it is so great to take notes. We're on our computers now, so it's even much easier. You're connecting with someone, have a pen and notebook right next to you, write the name down, the phone number, the email down, put something you that was unique in your conversation that you can remind the person about because even busy people we can be networking with so many people that we forgot who we've met so it's important to remember the conversation so that when you mention that in the email then they'll be like oh yes i remember paula i remember we talked about that and then you can follow up from that conversation and follow through and build that valuable connection that you so want to build and that's how you do it. Yes. And I think you're, you're so right about that, Molly. Well, it was such a pleasure to have you on. Where can people learn more about your services and connect? With okay. You? So people can connect with me. I'm on LinkedIn, LinkedIn at Molly Crease. Um, you can search for Molly Crease on LinkedIn. I am also on Facebook, Facebook, We Network Services, Instagram at We Network Services as well. And also my email address is we network services at gmail.com and also info at we network services.com and my website is we network services.com oh molly it was such a pleasure and what a value you bring because networking doesn't come natural to everybody and this is such a great topic especially in COVID. i mean we really need to be still networking and not get down it was a pleasure to talk to you molly and i look forward to it our was next so great to talk to you paula and i hope all these tips can help all those people that are trying to network even if you're networking for the first time and i thank you so much and look forward to talking to you soon 
Yes, Thank and happy you. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.